0: Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes, and I appreciate you listening to the podcast. If you were listening to the show today, I did a segment with Kyle Long that I did on the Under Center podcast. I know you're listening to a podcast, and I'm trying to send you to another podcast. There's so many podcasts. What are you supposed to do? But I highly recommend that you listen to my interview with Kyle Long on the under center podcast. Okay. That's what I do for NBC sports Chicago. I do a lot of bear stuff for them. The reason that I think you should listen to that and then listen to the interview that I did with Olin Kruz on the show. So now I'm a podcast telling you to go listen to a podcast and then telling you to listen to the podcast of a radio show. So we're all clear because in it, I here's what happened. Kyle brought up how when he finished retirement, Olin Kreutz, who has a gym in the northern suburbs where he trains, helps train people, trains fighters, trains football players, works with them and gives them a place to be. And that's what Kyle was talking about, the, the, the idea of having a place to be and how it helped him, how it really, truly helped him through the transition between being a full-time NFL player and someone who's retired at 31. Like that's not that Kyle is like hurting for money, but you do need to figure out what you want to do with your time. And when you've played football for your whole life, you've spent 25 years probably at this point being super aggressive getting expressing yourself physically in life and having an outlet for the good times the bad times having an outlet for your anger football especially like that's a a sport that you can just play and you can play harder and you can hit a guy harder and you can take out your anger trying to make a tackle or trying to make a block in most cases th- this outlet ends up being legal sometimes you end up in situations where Players will do stuff and they'll get penalized for it on the field. But I was really happy to hear Olin talk about when Olin came on the radio show to talk about Kyle. He talked about the importance that it had in his life when he started training after he was done playing football. And I think that there's a lot of value in what Olin is doing for some of those players I think it speaks a lot to his own character. And I think it speaks a lot to him being a leader. When I talked to him about being a leader, he of course bristled at the idea and say, you know, no one can just say I'm the leader, but it's actions like this that make you understand why he was a captain for most of his career with the bears. The idea of, of offering an opportunity to someone who might need an outlet And then providing that outlet for that person, it's a valuable trait to be able to pull something like that off. And and I, I appreciate that Olin is out there doing that for guys. Other guys are out there doing it too. Jason McKee is helping train people. Alex Brown is training people. And it gives them a way to do one of the things that they do best while they do other things that they're good at. And the guys that I've talked about and Alex and Olin, clearly they're good at broadcasting. They're really good at it. And that's why you see them have jobs. I also think that it's not, and I realized that after I said it, that maybe it was a little sexist saying it, um, that it's a good thing for men. I'd like to amend that and say that it's a good thing for anyone who is physical. And that that is not, that is not something that that is singular to men. When your athletic career is over, at the professional level, I, it's a different ball game. But I think even for those of us who are weekend warriors or maybe you played a little bit of high school or college ball, depending on what it is, looking for an outlet athletically is really important. It's so I, I think about it with my own life. I do know that I have some of that like I, I've had to stop. I don't really lift lift anymore because it's silly. like I don't need to put plates up like i'm I'm 44 years old. But I will say that when I do any sort of resistance training or or small weights training that I feel better physically, and it's a it's definitely a boost of testosterone but I want to you know, take care of my joints and stuff. So I don't need to be putting up crazy plates. And I found for me that every now and again, I need some sort of athletic challenge. And maybe you're the same way. Maybe you need to pour all of those feelings, pour some of your, whether that those feelings are anger or those feelings are, Competitiveness, the, the idea of competition. Trying to figure out who's the best in your day-to-day life at work. Not an easy thing to accomplish. In sports, we know when we win or lose almost immediately. So finding a, an outlet for that is important. And even even if it's not the to have your hand raised in a match or to beat someone in one-on-one in basketball, like even just the idea of competition is good. I'll give you a perfect example. I'm trying to build myself back up. I used to run a lot. If you're new to the podcast, I used to run quite a bit. I don't run as much anymore because it's not great for your joints. If I lived in a place that was a little softer, had a softer landscape, I would probably do it more. But I will tell you that, when I'm not running as much as I enjoy my time on the elliptical machine, and I do, I, I, I probably log about 20 miles a week on the elliptical. It's different than running. It it just is like, there's a difference to it. And one of the differences for me is the solitude aspect of it. Now, don't get me wrong. I can go into my own little world. When I'm on the elliptical and I have my headphones and I'm listening to mixtapes, I'm big into mixtapes on long runs or elliptical sessions. But it's different when you run. Like I found late in life, I didn't start like running, running until my mid to late 30s. And I've run a few races. I've run the Shamrock a few times, the Hot Chocolate Race. I'm a big fan of the. The international 5K that happens the day before the the marathon. I think that one's a really great race. I've done, what did I do? I did the, what's the one with the crazy swag? The Bucktown 5K. Done that one. I've done a couple of pumpkin run, like that sort of thing. I really enjoy it. And I, I like the feeling of accomplishment and competing with myself and i the farthest that i got as far as running goes is 10k like i felt like that was my window and i kept one my wife kept saying like are you going to run a marathon because she thought that, that would be the that would be the uh the zenith of my competitive streak is build it up until i'm running a marathon i don't think that i'm built physically to handle running a marathon although maybe but my friend Nick Shepkowski, Shep, seeing him get ready to run the marathon last year, actually played a big part in me saying I should before I start running, I should probably lose some weight. So I got into the gym and I started working, and I started going back and and doing the 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 thing to get me ready to. To to run again, and I was really happy because my doctor kind of challenged me too. He was like, you should lose some weight. I was like, yeah, I probably should. So I'm happy to report that I've lost 15 pounds. And now I think I'm ready to go back and run. I'd probably like to lose another 15 if we're being completely honest. But the 15 that I've lost is a big deal. I say all of that to say that there's such a – There's such a good part of sports that as adults, I think we forget. And I know that that if you're listening, you're probably into running or CrossFit or it's important. Like those moments where we're getting that work in or we're competing, even if the competition is, is solo, even if we're competing with our own personal records, I think is truly a cool thing. And I really value what Olin is doing. Back to the sexist part of this, when I'm talking about men, I don't think that men do a particularly good job of expressing themselves. That's why I brought it up in the first place. I don't think that we're great at dealing with our emotions. And a lot of times when you're talking about the alphas, the people who play in the NFL, where are those guys supposed to dump their feelings? Where are we going to allow them to dump their feelings? Not many places without them being ridiculed. And I think that's the other thing that Olin has done here. It's a confrontation of your own mortality and feelings. And then being with like-minded people that have gone through something similar. And being able to express yourself physically is a big deal. I think about going to the batting cage all the time. Like when I was younger, whenever it got to a point where I was so angry, like I wanted to hit somebody, that the batting cage was always that respite for me. That was the place I could go and I could hit until I was tired. And usually what and and if you're a baseball person, you've probably gone through this too. You go in there with the whole idea that you're just gonna just whack balls and you get into your routine. Oh, I'm gonna hit twenty to center, I'm gonna hit twenty to left, I'm gonna hit twenty to right. You go through all of that stuff, and your routine gives you comfort. But I appreciate that Olin is doing this, and I don't know if it's something that can can be can grow into something bigger. But I think for right now, for the guys who are going through it like Kyle, that they're appreciative to have that place and to know like, to be around other similar individuals that they're not really going to hurt anybody. Like, For example, if it's me and Kyle and we're doing MMA training, that's not going to be fun for Kyle and it's not going to be fun for me because he's just going to throw me around. I weigh 185 pounds. He's going to throw me around like ragdoll. But if it's Olin Kruitz, now you're going to have to fight. You're going to have to earn your dinner. So thanks to those guys, and, and I hope that uh, you get something out of it, out of this, me talking about it. I I enjoy the solitude of running, and I'm looking, even though I love the, uh, the energy of a race day, Like, I'm not very fast. I know this about myself. But the energy of getting into a corral, which can sometimes be overwhelming for me, but the energy that before your group takes off and you start this race that you're going to run, there's something to it. The idea of walking from your parking space to the corral where everyone's lined up to go run, there's something to it. And I've seen a bunch of guys like uh, let me let me not forget Charles Tillman. Charles actually, the last time I ran the Shamrock is because I was talking to Charles, and Charles had actually brought up that he needed after it was close after his retirement, and he's saying how he needed an outlet. I was like, y'all, Yo, you should run the the Shamrock Shuffle. It's coming up in a little bit. I'm like you're an athlete, you could go out there and run five miles like nothing. He's like, I'll do it if you do it, and I was like, oh damn it, I wasn't even prepared. And I went out there and I ran it. I actually ran, like, my record time, which was great for me. I hurt for the next three days after that because I didn't train. But hopefully before this one, I will have trained. I've rambled on too long about competitiveness and running and everything else. But I appreciate you indulging me, and thanks for listening. Shout-out to Olin and Kyle and Charles and Alex. My dudes are out there doing it big. And hopefully I'll see you at the Shamrock Shuffle.